Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Be sure not to miss the following articles on DanaGlennSmith.com, Cross-Contaminating Christ's Gospel, Light Shining in the Darkness, Preaching the Gospel of the Kingdom, and don't miss this article on Warn-USA.com, Kingdom Hope, Kingdom Come. And you sure don't want to miss these WIBR Warren radio shows on warn-usa.com. Called of Christ, Book of Romans, Part 1 of the 31-part Roman series on Sound the Shofar. Prophecy, Christian Persecution on Classic Warren Radio. Lord's Merciful Grace, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 74 on Battle Lines. And don't miss the Warren Radio episodes from previ- previous week. Wednesday Advocacy Show, The Cross and the Cost, Global Gospel, Global World, Believing God, Miraculous Gospel on Warren Radio. Thursday, Isaiah's series, His Watchmen Are Blind, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 177 on Battle Lines. And Friday's Sound the Shofar, Grace Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 1. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy of The Rising on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Angus and Robertson, and The Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to DanaGlennSmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here again. Well, you know, we had the mountain totally covered today when we got up. Overcast skies. Yeah. Now it's blue and sunny. Thank God. You know, and you could look up there and see a type of fog or mist and all the clouds, you know. And it's fitting of of America today that there is a cloud over America. There's a cloud over the minds of those who are blinded. And uh, we are divided. We've got, we got more problems than you can shake a stick at. Way, man. So, uh. You know, there's one thing I can tell you. Get off the unbelieving boat. Get off the woke boat and get on the Jesus boat. Because the Lord's going to lead us out of here. Just like he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. Amen. So, only, you know, the children of Israel were walking. We may be flying. So, understand that it's hard to believe that uh, we're witnessing this in America. Now, see, there's a lot of people that uh, are woke, and uh, let's just put this in the whole thing. You know, you know, <clears throat> you know, the issue is sin here. Okay, it's sin. And uh, many people sin without realizing it. But see, God says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's number one. So all humans have sinned. And the soul that sins, it shall die. Christ provided the atonement, the blood atonement, which is needed to cover your sins. And you need to repent, be born again of the Spirit, John 3. You need to receive him, John 1. You need to walk in the light as he is in the light, 1 John 1. And you need to learn about repenting of your sins, confessing your sins, Romans 3 through 7. Just a few scriptures to help you out. Make no mistake, sacrificing your children is not good, even in abortion. The children of Israel passed their own children through the fire. I can't even good. imagine doing that. That's so horrible. At any rate, you know, you need to understand. God wouldn't be the, you know, the judgment on America 
wouldn't be the first time God actually judged a nation for its sins. But you know, through Christ, we have mercy. You can come to the Lord, and the Lord will give you a new heart and a new belief and a new spirit to help you walk in the way that pleases Him. But He isn't going to put up with your mess. He's not going to put up with your lies. You come to the Lord, your sins will be revealed. Be sure. And that's everybody. I'm not just talking to woke here. I'm talking to Americans. Whether you're woke or not, I don't care. You want to stay woke? Help yourself. You don't believe in the Bible? That doesn't change anything. Except your outcome. So, join the winning team. Yeshua, Jesus Christ our Lord, to the glory of the Father. Meanwhile, we are in part 179, Tower. Okay. Children of Transgression brings us to Isaiah's prophetic book, part 179 on battle lines this week. The verses before this section introduce the righteous and the fact they are perishing. No one is paying attention, or worse yet, they do not care. We find the righteous, in contrast to the wicked herein, portrayed do not live in their own selfish desire while living in debauchery. The fact that they are dying while the wicked live, their lives is astounding. Yet the truth is, these righteous are in fact being delivered from the judgment that is soon arriving. They will be living in peace while the wicked go through judgment. And now back to you, and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, now we were, when we're begin, we were, uh, we're going to be beginning in 56.12. And we've already covered in Isaiah 57.2, where we're talking about the righteous perishing. And we've got a couple more scriptures we're going to look at concerning that verse. And uh, this is New Testament, okay? The Old Testament didn't have a lot about the rapture or about being absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 9. Therefore we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. And see, when we look at the Old Testament... We, you know, we find that the New Testament clarifies the Old Testament. They agree. And the Old Testament brings forth the truths and the prophecies which the prophets gave. So we use both the Old and the New Testament. 
we use the Bible. Now, for all those who want to bring in an AI Bible, you can keep it. For those of you who trust in technology, technology is good. But technology isn't going to save your soul. And for those of you who think that you could live forever by imparting your soul into something, you're listening to the devil there. I got news for you. You want hope, hope in the Lord. But make no mistake when we're talking about Isaiah... Or, you know, whether we're today, where we're talking about Second Corinthians. See, the righteous were perishing because the wicked were oppressing them. And so this is really where we're at today. You know, we can look back and we can see it, but we can also see people in their countries oppressing other groups. One of the biggest groups that are oppressed here when we talk about oppression are the Christians. So when we look at this, now we're looking at New Testament scriptures that help give you the overall picture. Now see, when Isaiah talks about the righteous perishing, That's from a prophet of God. So these are true righteous people in the Old Testament. When we move forward to the New Testament, because of Christ on the cross, that part, the Messiah, and the redemption thereof, has finally come. And so we look at this, and uh, we can see here, one important, very important item. And that is to be absent from the bodies, be present with the Lord. We are confident, Paul says to the Corinthians, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. In other words, you'd rather be with the Lord than here in this sin-filled world. But we're walking by faith. We're not walking by sight. Remember that. And even as America is shaken, divided, and the world is in chaos in many places, and the persecution of Christians have gone up, We're still walking by faith. We're not walking by what we see. We're not walking by what we hear. We're walking by faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Paul says we're confident. Rather to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. Boy, you know, that's his confidence. He I know the Lord. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But I'd rather be with the Lord. Who wouldn't? And he says, Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent we may be accepted of him. That's what we're doing today. We labor so that whether we're with the Lord or we're here on earth, that we're going to be accepted of him. 
And see, when you look at Isaiah, and you see what he's talking about, where you have a certain group of people in Israel that are oppressing the righteous and even killing them, they're perishing and no one even gives a thought about it. You look at America today. You can find some of the same things that are occurring in Israel here in America today. And so the evidence, we look at the word of God and we look at the truth. Now, here in Revelation 14, 11 through 13, and of course Revelation is pointing us to that time of the end. It's the re revelation of the Son of God when he comes. And it's the uncovering of all things and the kingdom which is to come. And so, 11 through 13, and the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever. They have no rest day or night who worship the beast his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Now I, I could preach a whole hour on that. Or more. See, the mark is coming. But see, the thing of it is we walk by faith and trust the Lord. Verse 12, here's the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And you might say, well, we're not supposed to keep the commandments. Well, these are not the commandments in the Torah. Nor the keeping of all the books like the Jews do. But there are things that the Lord told us. And if you go through even the Ten Commandments, you can find some of that. And I've done this before. You know, when Paul was teaching. And you can put the Ten Commandments right into what he's talking about. The bottom line of it is, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. In a court of law in America today, you're not supposed to bear false witness. Where do we get all these things? Well, we got this because at the beginning, when America was put together, there were godly men and they wanted to use the Old Testament. They wanted to base our laws on the just that they found in the Scripture. That's what they did. And, of course, this one says, And I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works to follow them. Now, this is during the time of revelation and the, and the intensity where there's going to be martyrs. And I bring some of this out just to let you know that within this timeline of which we're talking. We're reaching back into the timeline of Israel. You know, when, when the Messiah came, when Yahshua came the first time, all the Jews, even though, you know, the Sanhedrin, the high priest, they all knew about the Messiah, which was to come. They knew every one of the promises. Of course they would. But they didn't recognize... Yahshua. And so they plotted to kill him. 
2 Corinthians, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven. For in this we groan, earnestly desired, desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so, that being... If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. Now you notice in Revelation, when they show the scenes in heaven, everybody's dressed in white, which is the righteousness of the saints. For we that are in this tabernacle, this is our fleshly body, do groan, being burdened. Not that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up in life. See, it's mortal to be a human being, because this body, which I call the body of death, is going to die. This body of fleshly stuff that we live in is going to perish. And you're going to be clothed upon with that which is life and heavenly and perfect. So there's a redeeming hope which we have in Christ. And so they were killing the righteous. And in the Old Testament they had righteous. And when they die, they went to a place what we call Abraham's bosom. And it says of the Lord that he led captivity captive. And he went and preached to those saints. And he led them which were in Abraham's bosom into the heavenly realm with him. Now I tell you this, go through it. Because when we see in Isaiah a nation which should have known better and they were passing their own children through the fire, they were doing a lot of other things, sacrificing to the Queen of Heaven. I mean, they were doing all kinds of things. But they were also doing the same things in the temple, except that the temple, by the time Jeremiah got there, the Lord told Jeremiah to go look and see what they've done to my temple. They've defiled it. And they were putting their pagan drawings in the temple, which shouldn't be there. So, verse 3, now this is exactly after Isaiah talks about them killing the righteous. And he says, but draw near hither, or draw near, come here. And he calls them, you sons of the sorceress the seed of the adulterer and the whore. Now he's calling Israel that. Verse 4, Against whom do you sport yourselves? Against whom make ye a wide mouth and draw out the tongue? Are you not children of transgression and seed of falsehood? You know, this is what we do in America. We mock God. They were mocking God. You're sporting yourselves against the living God. 
the very one that delivered you out of Egypt, the very one that gave you the land which you stand on? Why do you make your wide mouth and draw out the tongue and make faces at the Lord and, and dance around like God doesn't see? Are you not children of transgression and see the falsehood? You're lying to yourselves. You're saying you can do those things. You can serve these other gods and you're all right. And Isaiah is telling them you can't. Now this is prophesied ahead of time. So by the time Judah matures a little bit, they wind up being preached to, among others, Jeremiah, who was the one specifically that we have of the major prophets, that was sent to deal with Judah. Had they listened to him and repented, they would have never gone into captivity for 70 years. A generation, as we would call it. Now see, we can get into numbers. 70 is 7 times 10. 7 is God's perfect number. 10 is a number of wholeness. In the New Testament, we see 5 wise virgins and 5 foolish Equaling 10. That's a whole number. That is a fullness count. So we have all these things going on here. And you have to understand that when we see this, there's a lot of things happening. And the simple thing of it is, is that when Isaiah and other prophets talk to Judah... Now see, Judah had the prophets. They had the high priest. You know, they had political leaders. They had the temple. They had everything that they could want. And they messed it up. And there's one big thing. As humans, we are sinners. And without the Spirit of God within us, we cannot live a holy life. We can try to be good, but you must be redeemed, born again of the Spirit. Now see, they were making all this And he says, come here. Let's look at this again. Come here, you sons of sorcerers and seed of the adulterer and whore. Against who are you sporting yourselves? They were making fun of God. You know, if he's God, let him judge us. If he's God, tell him to come down here. And they draw out the tongue. Why would you stick out your tongue? In mock. They were mocking God. Are you not children of transgression? Well, of course they were. Because they weren't following what God would have them to do. Now, as Christians today, there are certain things that God requires of us through Christ. There's things we do not do. And there is a moral code. And there is a word of God. And that's why it says, these are those that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. The Lord himself said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. But we also 
No. For instance, as I told you to look in 1 John 1, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Israel didn't have that. The Lord hadn't come yet. But they still had righteous there. Verse 5, Inflaming yourselves with idols under every green tree, slaying the children in the valleys under the cliffs of the rock. Inflaming yourselves is one word when we look in the Hebrew. It means to be hot, either literally or figuratively. Be waxed hot, burning with lust. With idols under every green tree or every opportunity that you take, you're going to find an idol under a tree and you're going to inflame yourself. Slaying children in the valleys and the cliffs of the rock. Did they have so many kids they could just slay them at will? Burning with lust. Now according to Albert Barnes, the whole language in this particular little, little portion here is derived from adulterous intercourse. The sense is that they were greatly addicted to idolatry and that they used every means to increase and extend the practice of it. Okay, America, let's hear you. See, we think we're okay. We think it's okay to put up with children and they're just hurting themselves. Who have been convinced by liars and thieves. They're liars because they're lying about what they're telling you. And they're thieves because they're children. They're stealing the children's innocence. And then these same children get confused and frustrated because things don't work out. And they end up committing suicide or worse. Some of them endure it and keep going and convince themselves this is fine. But see, in America, we are idolaters. We do inflame ourselves in many different ways. We have our own idols. We have our own lusts. Slaying children in the valley, you say, well, we don't slay our children. You sure do. It's called abortion. And on social media, we've seen the young women, one in particular who was really loud about it, was screaming, I'm going to go get myself pregnant and poop out a baby and kill him. That's murder. That's See, this is what our younger generations are like, and our older generations should have been better. These are people that no longer have gone to church. These are people that just used uh, hearsay. Well, God is a loving God. He'll forgive you no matter what. There's one thing about it. You're warned in the New Testament. You know, Christ came to bring you salvation and redemption. And when you reject him, Scripture says, how much sorer punishment will you receive? 
because you've trod asunder the blood of the Son of God who died for you. There is going to be a judgment on this generation and many other generations. There's going to be judgment on the nations of men. There's going to be judgment on all the Muslims who are going around killing innocent Christians that have no gun, no nothing. They, they just get murdered because they're Christians. China is going to be judged for the way they treated the Uyghurs and treated the Christians. Make no mistake. Kim Jong-un in North Korea will face it too. Z being the head of the Chinese party and being able to do what he wants and he will face judgment for the way he treated the children. Led the nation the way he did. Closing the churches. Biden will be judged because of what he's doing up there today. The leaders of men all the way down. The governors. The senators. The representatives. The judges who are liars in their seats. They will all meet judgment. So make no mistake, as we're looking at Isaiah here and we're seeing what he says about what happened with this group of people, these are the charges that were leveled against Judah. <clears throat> but they weren't the only ones doing them. So when Judah went into captivity, there was a lot of sins hanging over them. They wouldn't repent. Jeremiah, who was sent to talk to him and warn him, they said, don't speak to us of these things. Speak to us of smooth things, things that don't upset, in other words. You know, tell us how nice the weather is. Tell us that you love us. Tell, you, tell us that God's going to embrace us even though we are killing our children. And that's what our message is today. It's okay. And I've heard pastors say that, including one that got elected to the Senate. I think it was the Senate. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. But he said, God is okay with abortion. God is not okay with abortion. And I've heard a lot of pastors say that. That's because they're not preaching the truth. They don't get into the word. They don't understand it. Because the warnings are here. But see, this thing today is not just about, you know, it's not just about abortion that America's doing. There's a lot of other things. We have blood guilt, not just from abortion. We have blood guilt from the murders alone in this country. You know, we there was men in Vietnam that got killed in that war. We've had a number of wars. But we're having so many kids get killed now. And it's ongoing. It's been ongoing. We love to kill. It's not the gun's fault. You're raising up generations of kids that know not God. That go around in little gangs and think it's gorgeous. It's fun to shoot and kill people and see them die. God has a way of 
retribution for you and you're not going to like it. In Hosea 4 through 12, now this is For they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. Whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart. My people ask counsel at their stocks and their staff declareth unto them. For the spirit of whoredoms has caused them to err and they have gone a whoring from under their God. And that's what we've done in America. We've left off the godly roots this nation have had we don't care about our forefathers of the faith that actually did know who Jesus Christ was we had many different denominations we had many different Christians in the beginning of this nation but see in America you're going to eat not have enough and you commit whoredom now, you're going to continue to commit whoredom unless you repent. Because you have just cast away the Lord God. You've, and, and we're, <laughs> when we look at this, you're not just casting away the Father. You're casting away the Son who died on that cross for you. You're rejecting Him. But I got news for you, even as I say it, there are people, including Muslims, that are receiving Christ. Sadly, in America, the nation that had a reputation as a Christian nation, we are the ones that have gone whoring. We're the ones that have left off to serve God. We've serving the lust now. We're serving the flesh now. We know not God. We don't want to know God. We are gods. We gnash the teeth. We shake our fists. We laugh at God. In Revelation 17, 1 through 2, it talks about the kings of the earth. Remember, there is the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters, and you can read about her in Revelation. Revelation 17 and 18. One talks about Babylon. The other talks about the whore. Even she's going to get judged. But there's little note after verse 1 in Revelation 17. It says, With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of their fornication. See, that is what's happened in America and around the world. People have followed this spirit of whoredom. And when it says that they've drunk the wine of her fornication, that wine has many different delicacies in it. For America, it's one thing. For China, it's another thing. For the Muslims who are committing jihad and murdering and killing, they have another. 
Revelation 18. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Now this is when we see Mystery Babylon burning and being judged. And her plagues come in one day. Now, let's get over here to Jeremiah 32. Verses 34 and 35. But they set their abominations in the house, which is called by my name, to defile it. And they built the high places of Baal, which are in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire unto Moloch, which I commanded them not, neither came into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. See, there were Levitical ordinances delivered to the Israelites by Moses. And they had stern prohibitions of Moloch worship. In Leviticus 18, 21 and Leviticus 20, verses 2 through 5. So although in these things we find that the name of God is not mentioned... There are those of the Deuteronomic uh, Code where the abominations of the Can uh, Canaanites are forbidden and the burning of their sons and daughters in the fire to Moloch is condemned as the climax of their wickedness. That's Deuteronomy 12.31. And also in 2 Kings 23.10 that no man might make his son or daughter pass through the fire to Moloch. Now see, this has brought the judgment full circle. And the problem of it is, in modern America and the modern world, we do not think in terms of judgment. We do not think this will ever happen. There are many, many people, leaders included, that believe when you die, you just die. That's one of the oldest lies the devil has. Is that you live your life, you can do anything you want, and when you die, you just perish, and your body goes into the earth, and your spirit jumps in something else and lives again. That's another one, reincarnation. There is no reincarnation. There's a resurrection unto life and a resurrection unto death. And the resurrection unto life are those who were found in Christ. And they are given new bodies that aren't corrupted. And you'll live with the Lord forever in his kingdom. But if you're believing and coming back as a bird or something, you're going to be sadly mistaken. If you think the idols you have on your shelf is going to deliver you, 
you're wrong. And to the Muslims, I'll tell you, some of the words of the people who come to the Lord and they get out of Islam, they say the God of Islam never answers you. But when I sought Jesus Christ, Yahshua, he answered. And I know he's alive. Well, you see, his spirit bears witness with our spirit who have repented and born again that we are the child of God. We're not left alone. We know the true and the living God. That's why the devil hates Christians so much. That's why it says in Revelation that he's going to make war against them. So when we look at Isaiah, we can find all through the book of Isaiah, we're in Isaiah chapter 57 now, and we can read, literally read into it and find America and the judgment on the nations. We can see God's moral code. We can see what he says to the nations of men. It's unreal when we look at this. You know, one thing the children of Israel did when they passed through the stream would stack up stones as a memorial. This is where we passed. In Isaiah 57, 6, he says, Among the smooth stones of the stream is thy portion. They, they are thy lot. Even to them hast thou poured a drink offering. Thou hast offered a meat offering. So you have, <laughs> you know, there's one thing about Israel. They always use stones, and God told them to use the natural stones. Nothing that has been touched by man. You pick them up, and if you're going to make an altar, you have to make an altar. And, and that's, that's the time of an altar Abraham would have made, of natural stone with no tool upon it, because the minute you put a tool on it, you've defiled it. So here's the children of Israel supposed to be serving the true and the living God, and they're pouring drink offerings to the smooth stones in the stream. And he says, uh, should I receive comfort in these? You're not pouring them out to me. That's not even what I commanded you to do. Do you worship the tree? Do you worship the food that you eat? In America, do you worship your cars? Do you worship your houses? What do you worship? No, you worship the true and the living God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Idolatry is idolatry, whether you're in Israel, whether you're in America today. And I assure you, idolatry is going on in this nation. And you are corrupt. And you have blood on your hands, not to mention the many other sins. But yet, through Jesus Christ, if you truly repented, 
he would be forgiven. In the time of the Old Testament, Yahshua hadn't come yet. The only sacrifice when we're talking about atonement was the Day of Atonement. They also had daily, daily sacrifices. All for a reason. But see, if you sin to sin, there's some of these meant death. And that's what happened. Upon a lofty and high mountain, this is Isaiah 57, 7, hast thou set thy bed. Even thither went thou up to offer sacrifice. See, because you go up on a high mountain. Where did Moses go? He went up on a high mountain. Who did he find? The Lord God. But see, these people go up on a high and lofty mountain where you sacrifice. Because you can find Baal up there. You can find Asheroth. Just find your tree. You can sacrifice up to the you know to the Queen of Heaven, but you need to be on the high mountain to see the the heavens closer. Those stars aren't God, but I know the one who made the stars. I know the one who laid out the mountains and formed them. I know the one who created waters so you wouldn't die of thirst. I know the one who allowed the animals to run this planet for, for vegetables and herbs and trees to grow so you'd have something to eat. But you serve yourself. You lay it out. And you do your own thing and you curse God and yet you wonder, well, why do we get cancer? Why do we die young? Why, why, why? Why do we have wars? Why is everything so unjust? Well, seek the Lord God. Repent and find Him and find the truth. And stop deluding yourselves. In verse 8, Boy, this is good. Did you read I, seven? Yeah. Upon a high and lofty, upon a lofty and high mountain, thou hast set thy bed. Even thither winnest thou up to offer sacrifice. See, and that's where they were going. And the reason they set their bed is because that's who they were serving. Set thy bed is the thing. When you go to bed, you go resting. You know, you, you know, if if you've you know, there's many times, you know, one of the things is trying to get enough sleep. People go to bed and they can't sleep because of their, the thoughts in their mind, the things that are going on, the things that are bothering them. But they go up there and that's where you set your bed because, in, in other words, that's where you're sacrificing. You're not sacrificing to the Lord. You're sacrificing to a demon. Behind the doors also and the posts that thou hast, hast thou set up thy remembrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not remembering God. For thou hast discovered thyself to another than me. Now see, this is like adultery. Adultery. See, you go into a strange woman. And you discover yourself to another. In other words, you undress yourself. She sees you naked. You roll in her arms. And you have ecstasy and or orgasms. 
And yet you go back to your wife and you think everything's fine. That's why adultery is another sin. And America is adulterous. Not just with a man with a woman, a man with a man, a woman with a woman, a woman with a man. This is all perversion, America. So Israel goes in there and shuts the doors, makes everything shut up tight so they can sacrifice to their God in secret. Because God doesn't see behind those doors. Oh, but he does. You have enlarged your bed and made the a covenant with them. And see, he says them, so there's more than one God they're sacrificing to. More than one God they're seeking out. You've made a covenant with them. Thou lovedest their bed where thou sawest it. And this is like making yourself ready for a lover. And thou winnest to the king with ointment, didst increase thy perfumes, and didst send thy messengers off, and did debase thyself even unto hell. One thing about Isaiah, he tells it like it is. See, this is all, all these verses are describing the adulterer. And how you've walked away from the true and living God. See, and of course you've got in America, because we've got, you know, freedom of religion here. See, and the Christians... You know, many years ago, made sure to emphasize that to everybody. And so we have a lot of different religions here, just like Babylon had. But they are primarily idol worship. Verse 10, thou art wearied in thy greatness, in the greatness of thy way. Yet saidest thou not, there is no hope. Thou hast found the life of thine hand, therefore thou, thou wast not grieved. And of whom hast thou been afraid or feared? That thou hast lied and hast not remembered me, nor laid it to thy heart. Have not I held my peace even of old, and thou fearest me not? In other words, they never listened and God didn't judge them. He sent small things to wake them up, stir them up. Make no mistake, things were not easy. Because there were enemies all around them. But they still wouldn't listen. Verse 12, I will declare thy righteousness. And thy works, for they shall not profit thee. When thou criest, let thy companies deliver thee. But the wind shall carry them all away. Vanity shall take them, but he that putteth his trust in me shall possess the land, and shall inherit my holy mountain. I 
I will declare thy righteousness and thy works, for they shall not profit thee. That's because there was none. They were serving idols. And when you cry, yeah, you cry unto the Lord and you expect your armies to deliver you, they ain't going to do that. Matter of fact, they're going to be so bad, it's like the wind carrying away leaves. Their own vanity, self-pride, is going to destroy them. But he who puts his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. In the beginning of this study, one of the things that the Lord said first to Isaiah, Tell the righteous it shall be well with him. Tell the wicked it shall be ill with him. And in America uh, and in the world, I tell you today, the righteous it will be well with him, the wicked it shall be ill with him, and if you put your thing, your trust in any person, any faith other than in Christ Jesus, you will be ashamed. And people don't like preachers saying that. Well, we're coming down to the end, but we're really getting into some interesting... Mm -hmm. So we'll... Uh, We'll come back and start in verse 14 of Isaiah 57 next time. Father, we thank you for your word. May your word cut into the heart of people who hear this. Direct them to yourself through Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord. Forgive their sins. Lord, heal them of whatever ails them. Move in their lives and draw them to yourself. And for the proud, you know their ways. For those who refuse and reject, you know their ways. And you know how to bring them to yourself. Let it be so. Bring them to yourself, Father. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, Tower. Okay, boy, that's good. And you, you see that in America and around the world today the worship of everything but the true and living God. But God does have a people set aside. He does. And we want to see more and more people come in. There are ways that they're living is a miserable life. <coughs> yeah, we do not want anybody to perish. And the Lord says that. He does not rejoice in the death of the wicked. Nope. And we're coming close. We're going to have to wrap okay. her up. But Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you and we pray for you. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Thank you for all you do for him. And please pray for your brethren around the world and pray for us. And we thank you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Till next time, shalom, everybody.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.